Peace and thank you, family, for tuning into Creative Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Anthony. And I'm your co-host, Indigo. We're based in Washington, D.C. with leading discussions on topics surrounding pop culture, business, lifestyle, and art with an occasional guest appearance within the creative and entrepreneurial industry. Today, I have a special guest, also known as the Fingernail Man. His work is vibrant and unique with visible textures that enhance the beauty of his unique application and process. Please welcome to the show, Austin Slam. Thank you very much, Shades. Thanks for inviting me. Was there a pivotal moment when you decided to follow your passion? Yes. Can you come and go with the question? Can you come and go with your question? Oh, absolutely. Was there a p- pivotal moment when you decided to follow your passion as an artist? Yes, 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 yes. I think uh, uh, right from birth, but I was later um, falling back to other area of careers. Uh, when in, in the era of movie, because I actually love movie, comedy movies, so I actually wanted to fall into that, but something else drew me into uh, the art the field. So, yeah, yeah, I am today. Wonderful. So, um, I've seen your wonderful work um, on social media, but for our listeners, I wanted to know, why do they call you the fingernail man? <laughs> yeah, you're going to figure this one because I... <laughs> I use fingernails. I use fingernails to create my jobs. Acrylic nails. That is what I use to create all my pieces. Especially where you have the body parts, like the face, the hand, maybe the legs, the neck side, the the uh, chest part of it. As far as part is showing, the body parts, not the clothing covering that area, and then you see the fingernails there. So that is what I do. Wonderful. When did you um, find that as a source of material for your work? I discovered that material since 2015. Then I did my first work. Uh, I did my first work and that work took me roughly three months. Because wow. I was trying to discover the materials, trying to discover myself. It, it wasn't easy for me anyway. I was trying to discover those things and uh, it wasn't an easy thing, but I tried and tried and tried, but eventually it worked out. So when I moved out from uh, uh, my comfort zone, then I found something new in the nails. But, but now I think I'm master of it. I, I, I believe so. Um, <laughs> can you please uh, expand a little bit more or walk us through you thinking of what materials to use or what process. Um, I know a lot of our um, listeners are artists and art lovers. However, some of the artists that listen to our show are either starting off as artists or established artists, but um, we often tend as artists to have blocks or creative blocks where we can't really figure out our voice. So at what point did you see or like think, wow, maybe I should use fingernails? Uh, before I started using this, 
I found myself using all kinds of mediums. I actually wanted to be different. I actually wanted to do something different from what I'm seeing, different from the arts market. So I started with using buttons, clothing, but, clothing buttons. Yes. But I, I was like, ah, then getting those materials were kind of expensive for me back then. I was like, man, this is so expensive for me. So I have to pause. But I really don't want to start doing the, 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 the no, I don't want to do the, the normal, which is the oil on covers, acrylic on covers, just like that. I went to miss so many materials. So when I found that material, I was like, yes, I have to master this. Anything. I'm not just using this alone. I'm using tissue also. Very nice. So um, when you see the hair part of it, the hair part of it is of tissue. The clothing is of tissue. What's covered with acrylic paints. That's what I find so interesting so, about your work. Yeah, it took me you. such a long time to figure out, you know, I saw the title where you said the fingernail man, but I was trying to figure out, okay, where does this relate? Because your fingernails look like beads to me. Yeah. So that was really that. fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when I found out there were fingernails, I even thought it was even more incredible because of the use of a resource that you don't see often. So that was really yeah. a nice surprise for me. Um, so how would you define your work? What are your subjects or what kind of things do you like making? I do more of uh, female, little of me. When I do, of, when I work on me, me works, I deal, I deal with, uh, my me works, normally talk about strength. Then when I do my female works, I deal, my works talks about hope. Mm. But I, I also classify everything as the the strength of a male. They also need they also need hope to keep going. Even the strength of a woman, you also need hope to keep on going. Okay, I those materials is to verify like I use it as a, as a medium of hope. Mm-hmm. And um, and we live in a society where uh, the 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 uh, the politi- politi- politicians have failed us. The uh, marriages are keep falling apart. Um, uh, relationship keep falling apart. So the only thing that keeps us together is hope. Um, I come with this through my mom when I was still growing up. Um, I come from the western, from the western part of, of Nigeria. So we, we are there. We have very strong women working. Men, women that they don't depend on their husbands to do anything. So my mom was was part of them. So with that, I was like, ah, do it that kick and keep her going is the mm-hmm. old scene our children doing fine, our children are healthy and everything. So I like, wow, I should I need to work on female, female with their mm-hmm. hope, with their strengths. Many many marriages are falling. I need to talk about relationship through, through my medium. People need hope. People are depressed. They need hope. I need to address that issue through my medium. So all of that, all of that started coming in. So I work more on female. Mm-hmm. I work more on female. People are falling back out of the society. People who are 
who have given up in life, I try to pass a message to them through my work. So that is all. That's, that's very powerful. And I love that you got, gained inspiration, um, you know, first and foremost for the, from the person who gave birth to you. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that's lovely. Um, how would you define beauty or how would you define um, what you think makes a wonderful place or a wonderful world? Art is beauty. Um, I see happiness when there is peace. I see when uh, everywhere is peaceful. Sorry. Okay. When we have a peaceful society, when you have a peaceful society, when the the your your the country that is working, I think you are you are okay. First of all, when you are peaceful, not just the facial peace, but the inner, the inner peace. When you're able to, to have that, able to have that inner peace, then you are okay. But when you see my work, being blindfolded, through like ah, the eyes are always closed and the rest, yeah. When the eyes are being blindfolded, it's also passing different. It's also passing different message. Because people see you depressed through your face. Like when I was growing up, my mother or my dad normally talk to us or talk to me through eyes, through the, through, through the sign of your eyes, like eye contact. You're able to know that yes, this person is trying to pass a message. But mm. these days, but I have to blindfold the eyes because people don't want to see the eyes contact anymore. Even when you are passing through something, People don't even care about what we are passing through. So the inner, it takes it takes a lot for the face to go to the front of. It takes the face to look very happy. When the peace, when the inner, your your inside has peace, then it will appear on your face. It will show. When when the inner is very sad, it will show on your face. So, but people don't want to see that face anymore. Mm. So I want to see that beautiful world. So what makes you very for is when you are happy, when you have that inner peace, when your environment, you are okay with your environment. Money is not everything. Money is not everything. You can have money and you don't have peace. You can have money mm. and you don't have joy. But that inner peace is okay for a society. It's okay for the country. It's okay for you as a, as a person. Thank you for sharing that. I also was just about to ask you about the blindfolding. (laughs) So that's a wonderful segue um, because just what you explained about eye contact is so real now, you know, where um, my culture, I come from Zimbabwe and we're very heavy on eye contact or interaction with communicating through eyes. But a lot of times nowadays, people are so busy and the stress of yeah. life and the stress of the world, our economic situation, people don't have time <laughs> to really engage and interact with yeah. one another. So I really loved how you explained that because that's so true. And I've fallen in love with your artwork even more. So do you have any favorite um, books or films or music that inspire you through your creative process? Yeah, I have favorite music. Uh, films. I love adventure movies. When like. I love adventure. Uh, do I have a particular movie? I don't think so. But just that category. 
I love adventure movie like like when you're making search of something or um when I'm making a search, but what I love more is music. Mm-hmm. I have my own kind of music. I love Yanni. I love soundtracks. I love soundtracks a lot. I can play soundtracks all through the day. Wow. That's that's <laughs> why I love I love Yanni. Yanni love plays a lot of soundtrack. I love uh, 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 Alan Walker. Alan Walker play soundtracks, just the mm. tracks alone. Instrumental, just play instrumental. I love things like that. Wow. They keep me going. I love uh, Bob Marley, but little of Bob Marley. But Bob Marley tried to address situation in society, uh, uh, oppression. He, he, he talks about so many things. He talks about the orphanage home, talk about failed marriage, he talk about uh, uh, divorce. He talk about so many things. That's why I love Bob Marley music. Yeah, that's why I love. Sorry, I said Bob Marley. I'm saying Bob Marley. Uh, Lucky Dube. That's why Lucky I love. Lucky Dube. Uh, yeah, yes. that's why I love Lucky Dube. I want to say Lucky Dube. That's why I love Lucky Dube because he address so many issues in the society, in our personal mm-hmm. life, in in our neighborhood. He talks about so many things. But when it comes to music. Nyani is what I go for. Nyani, Alewoka, Enyan. So those kind of music. And my country guy, uh, Johnny Drew, the country musician, musician. Yeah, I play this kind of music a lot. And I have mm. been. So that's fantastic. Um, yeah. I wanted to kind of uh, figure out at what point did you realize that you were an artist? I know that you said from a very young age, but at what point, did you realize that you had a gift? Yeah, I, I started doing sketches. For me, I don't know what I was doing, but I already know that I, I know how to draw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't really know what I was doing. Uh, back then in school, I think uh, uh, that was uh, my, when I was still coming up, not the, in the college that you call it. I, I've been to college then, but I was doing this arts. And I was just doing it for fun. So before the college time, they made me uh, a arts director. I was still very young. I was the best artist. But I still don't know what I'm doing. I still mm-hmm. don't know that this is my calling. This is my talent. I was still doing this all the time. Then before I knew it, I think a teacher encouraged that. Uh, there's a school who love doing this. Who love doing this. Why don't you go into that school and do something? I said, okay, let me see. That's how I bought from and I did everything. But I really wanted to go for a movie. I love mm. movie. Yeah. So I bought from, I bought it. When I when I got there and I see how this was going, and I say, ah, and I say, this, this is what I'm going to do. And since that day, that was 2007. 2007, and I said to myself that nobody can discourage me on this, that this is what I'm going to do all the days of my life that nobody can discover me when it comes to art. So mm. I discovered myself in a very tender age, but I really don't know what I was doing. But I later discovered myself more on what I'm doing in 2015. I discovered myself more with good friends around, friends mm. who are able to talk to me, encourage me and the rest. So I'm good for this. Great, lovely. So um, how did your family take your decision to be an artist? My dad, 
my dad's never supported me at the earlier stage. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, it was like, this art won't put food on your table. What kind of course is that? Yours drawing, and who want to buy yours drawing? This thing put on your table, and what? So I paused. The entry form came out again. I didn't tell my dad that I'm going to same 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 stuff. Mm-hmm. But I bought but I bought the form. They were like, okay, what are you doing? I said it's art, art and design, school of art and design. He said, eh, okay. He didn't say anything. But my mom supported me all through my career. My mom was always there for me. My mom was always there. So it was later when I was start, when I started bringing when we coming back from school. Yeah, I started making money when I was still in school. When I started bringing things like buying, uh, you know, African with African parents, you buy them rapper, <laughs> uh, you buy them those things. When I start buy or buy rapper with few change, I would think, I would say, where do you get this money from? It's from the same article. Say really, and I was just doing portraits work then, just to draw portrait, and I was still making money then. It was like, really? I mean, that is good. So from there, it started having interest in what I was in, because now I was not seeing the, it was not seeing a clear picture mm-hmm. of what I'm really doing. Yes. I, I, I love that story. Um, <laughs> I had a, a similar story with my grandparents. My, my parents were supportive, yeah. but my grandparents, not so much with the art career. However, um, I, I love sharing stories like the ones that you shared, because I know any African artists or African artists that are raised, you know, in the diaspora <laughs> that have parents who are not quite sure what you can yeah. make out of art. Art is everywhere, literally everywhere. Of course. And, yeah. you know, sometimes we forget that it can really be a successful business. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So do you believe that true creative expression can exist in a digital world? Hello, I'm sorry you broke up. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Um, so do you believe that true creative expression can exist in a digital world? Yeah. I believe when you try to express yourself through your covers, it's either existing or it's going to exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to exist very soon. Because sometimes you pray for an idea and God just flashes some things to you. And when you refuse to do that same thing, He gives that same idea to another person. And another person refuses to do that thing, He gives it to another person. So God is actually passing a message. Art is a way of passing message. Sometimes you don't have the boldness to come out and speak to the society. You don't have that boldness to uh, 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 point your figure to any politician, but you can actually do that with your art, and nobody will sue you. That or you yell at you. <laughs> yeah, nobody can do anything to you. Like you're actually talking to me, or you're actually talking to my dad because my dad is a politician. No, you are in your studio creating something that is speaking to the society. I cannot talk to a woman that is being depressed. I cannot talk to a woman that is being uh, abused. Um, but my art can actually say that I can put that, put that work on a, 
on on any exhibition, and that woman will just pass through and we're like, what is work trying to say? Mm-hmm. And you trying to explain that work, you're like, ah, I'm actually passing through this thing. And I think this work is actually speaking to me. And most of them, most of those people, persons, they like to purchase such kind of art. They're not arts. They are just lovers of art. They don't buy art. But sometimes you see they just buy a piece because that piece actually passing a message to them. Mm-hmm. So you created something. It might not speak today. It will start having voice tomorrow. Most of these songs we hear, uh, like a uh, 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 Lucky Dube or Bob Marley. Most of these songs we hear and sing these days. Things are still okay in the society, but they have to play this music. Maybe they are just maybe they were seeing little little things. There was no war then, but they had to sing about war. But now you see that those music now have voice in the society and even in the world. They've already predicted something. God already showed them that vision, and they have to speak it out through their music, play it out through the music, and it will go far more than that. But now we are all hearing about this. I believe sometimes, even when I create jobs, I will just like talk about this. I did the work, I titled it uh, Oath Taking. I never knew. Things about uh, I know about ritual, ritual, mm-hmm. ritual killing and rest. I did that work oath taking. I did that work two fourteen. But in my country today, we have oath, uh, ritual, 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 and when people want to make fast money and the rest. But mm-hmm. now my work is now speaking in that in that area of 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 the world or in the society because now. I did that then because that got initiated, kind of a, 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 a conformity, but and uh, later he died because he was being taken, he was being, he ate something that killed him. He ate something that he knew nothing about. His eyes was being blindfolded. Mm. So that was when I did my first blindfold work. I did that work because of him. I think even at that, I sold a lot of works concerning that message then God was actually passing messages concerning that my cousin. So since then, I like, okay, let me blow it up to ritual and the rest. And instead of speaking, my work has the voice of ritual now mm. because when it's been blindfolded and the rest. That's so mm-hmm. that's how it goes. So do you consider your art to be a form of therapy? Come on, what? Do you consider art to be a, ther- a therapeutic process for yourself? Yeah, art is a therapy. It depends on what you're actually addressing. And it depends on the color you're using. Mm-hmm. Like, I think hospitals, hospitals, they, they have artworks there. there and they, just, they don't just buy artworks on the of buying artworks. They buy artworks with... It depends on the kind of colors. They, they, I think there are colors that heal the hearts. There are colors that when you see, you, you just love. Not hot colors, not dirty colors. There are colors you just see, you're like, wow, I love these colors. Mm. So things like that helps one to heal very fast. There are people, there are people you see collectors just pose like, ha, ah, this work is breathtaking. 
You don't know what that work has actually cost. You, you just look like we come on, like, what is here? But the message of that work and what it's actually addressing is breathtaking. It has healed something in that, in that individual. And you, you just see that like a normal work. But that, what, what that person is actually working out for him. That work is actually healing that person each day. Absolutely. So, so it's something, it serves, it serves as a form of therapy to, 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 I think to, a, to a personal interest. And to a personal interest. And the people who really value that and people who really know about the, the arts. I don't really understand colors. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm coming into our final question. We don't have a lot of time. Okay. So what advice would you give to young, a young person who is following in similar footsteps as your own, who wants to pursue a career in the arts? Uh, like they would say, some person would say, practice make practice make improvements. Uh, the only person that is perfect, the only person that is perfect, the only one that is perfect is God. We are all learning every day. If we are perfect, then there should be a perfect marriage. There should be a perfect relationship. There should be a perfect uh, uh, society. There should be a perfect country. Nobody is perfect. We are just improving. Mm-hmm. Because we are growing each day. We are just improving. So I also tell uh, the, the, the upcoming artists that I have them around me, a lot of them. I have them to be focused, not to be distracted. They are kind of friends you keep around. Mm-hmm. Around you, you don't, you don't see uh, uh, someone who wants to be a president. His plan is to be a president of a country, and you, you see him with with uh, 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 um, wayward people. You don't see him around wayward people. You don't see mm-hmm. him around uh, around the uh, uh, people who okay his career. You see him with people. Who wants to follow that trend? You don't see him getting married to anybody. He's very careful when he's getting married because he knows where he's going. So you, as an artist, you actually know what you are doing. I have few friends. Like I said, they said, friends and books should be few and good. Mm. Your friends should be few and very good. I, I have few friends and they are all artists. And we are also uh, uh, contributing in each other's life, each other's career. We are always there for each other. So what I was tell the younger ones is that don't go forward. Don't don't go for the money first. Mm. Yeah. When it comes to art, if you're after the money, it will get to a level where you actually need that money. And the money is not forthcoming. We fall back. Do what you are doing with passion. Do what you are doing for love. Do it because you love it. Like me, I always put Bible first. I'll say, even the Bible will say, say that is diligent, I will bless the fruit of the labor. The fruit of the labor can, can, can be blessed if God sees that passion in what you are doing. You can't just come out here and say, hey, you want to do it because of money. 
is you get to a time, you say that that person is not an artist again. Like, uh, I, okay, let me debate a little. Like, I graduated with, with uh, uh, we, we are theory in my department. So, we, mm-hmm. sorry, we are 19 in my department. I speak to you now, while you're still practicing arts, while you're still most of them are there because of the money, but the money is not forthcoming. The money will come. Just do what you are doing. Try to be unique in your approach. Try to be unique in your topic and whatever you're doing around. Try to be unique and try to work always and work with the right mind and watch out for the kind of friends. People, people will discourage you. I was being discouraged by mm. even close f- friends. I was being discouraged by close. People will discourage you. So expect, expect the worst when it comes to art. People will discourage you. You run out of money. People will tell you that this is not selling. People will tell you what you are doing is rubbish. But you are the only person that can... I don't think that I'm the only person that can discourage myself. I'm the only person that can give the best... I'm the best critics of my life. And the one, only one that can discourage myself or give hope to myself. So that's Absolutely. what I can give to them. Wonderful yeah. conclusion. Thank you so much, Slam Austin, for this beautiful interview. Thank you. Very insightful, yeah. very inspiring. Um, just before you, we go, please share your social media information so that other people can follow your journey as an artist. Okay, it's no problem. I think uh, my name is uh, Slam Austin. Sla- at Slam Austin. Thank you so much. Yeah, my, my, yeah, Slam Austin. Yeah, Slam Austin. Then, then uh, uh, Instagram at Slam Austin. They're all the same. Wonderful. Yeah, thank you, thank you much. so much. Um, have a young. wonderful day. Yes. Um, so um, that's going to be the end. That's going to be the okay. end. And um, we will tag you when the interview is ready. So okay. it'll be in video format and you can listen via audio on the radio. Okay. All right. No problem. Take All care. Right. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. All right. Bye-bye. Yeah, I appreciate it. Bye-bye.